I have heard people say that if you are with someone who doesn't have who they talk to or who they listen to, then maybe you are with the wrong person. But this is not about relationships at all. Whether you're talking to a friend, a colleague, a stranger, a family, a relative, or whosoever. Our daily lives are filled with moments that we spend asking ourselves, was this conversation worth it? Or is this conversation worth my time? Either small talk, gisting, gossiping, yabbing, argument, we think... Is it fun? Is it for leisure? Is it important? Is it irritating? Or is it just simply aimless? We may all love to deny, but the truth is, people place value on conversations. There is a great value that is placed on conversations. And I believe that the currency of conversation is one that makes entirely one of the biggest differences. No one has the experience. It's all our first time here on Earth, so keep in mind that yays, lovers, and glasses of wine, these are the things that should never be counted. Hey, you. I'm your host, Viva. Mm-hmm. A girl who's stuck with fiction and fantasy. Welcome. This is You Could Pod, where there's only possibilities of anything you could reckon. Be chill. Do your thing while listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe and leave your notification buttons on, because that way I owe you everything. (laughs) You know, here's this thing. You know, growing up, I used to believe because it was said so much that people who spoke to themselves, the people who talked to themselves are either cuckoo, they're crazy, or they're just about developing a mental disorder. And now that I'm grown and now that I'm an adult, I talk to myself all the time. It's weird. I do. I talk to myself. I don't. It's not just when you know you're talking to yourself. It's me talking to myself out loud. And if you happen to be there, I am making plans. <laughs> making plans and scheduling stuff. It's a whole bomb decision, okay? I'm getting angry at myself. I'm getting pissed at myself. I'm getting excited at myself. I am doing a whole lot of stuff just with myself. And yes, and that will make me comfortably believe that there is nothing that could possibly make me bored. Because I talk, but where I do most of my talking is to myself. I am yabbing away. Like I am blah, 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 all to myself every freaking time. Okay. I am imagining that I'm a rock star sometimes and I'm performing or having a concert or sometimes. <laughs> I'm just acting out things, you know, different scenarios, you know, fantasizing and stuff. You know, if, say, I have a boy, a crush, I just have to act it out. I mean, the way I would imagine it. This is not crazy, right? I mean, I can't be the only one who thinks this crazily. (laughs) Yes, 
and all that. Hey you and welcome to another episode of You Could Pod with Moa, mm-hmm. your girl Viva, your host. Yes, oh boy. And on this episode, the topic of this episode is drum roll, please. <laughs> you know how to do it with my mouth <laughs> conversational currencies conversational currencies yes that's the topic of this episode and this one has waited and staled this is a stale meal okay for some of you and people who do not eat stale food Yes, this is a stale one. Yes, because I was a little bit nervous that I wasn't going to touch enough topic, topics as I would want to when I'm actually going into this particular topic. Okay, I'm going to use subject for one and then topic for one so I don't confuse myself. <laughs> uh, yes, so when I was um on this topic, I didn't just want to when it came to mind i just wanted to have more to put to it you know something like opposing as if it's a debate because everything i have was almost good you know everything i thought of everything i researched and read about was just good it was just the good part the good part the good part i was like okay this is very very nice but and nothing that nice completely right <laughs> something has to counter it i mean that's life that's the balance that's the way it works and it took that time. And yes, and that's that. So to um, properly get into this, I believe I have to get to the definition or the meaning of conversational currency. You know, according to the Oxford reference, it states that um, conversational currency is also known as the cultural currency. So this is a social and representational knowledge likely to be shared amongst many members of a culture which offers common ground for social conversations and materials which is probably and definitely drawn from mass media, social media, or any forms of media. Now, I actually have um, limited <sighs> explanation or details to this particular um, stuff because I have to be, I have to actually purchase or be a subscriber to the Oxford Reference of Media and Communication. And thanks, fortunately and unfortunately for a Nigerian, some things are just limited to us. <laughs> Which I hate sometimes, but what to do, man? So that's it. So I, in my own little way, I mean, in my own understanding, I take it to be that conversational currency is created by people who share the same enthusiasm for a topic. Conversational currency is definitely created by people or made possible by people who share the same level of understanding, enthusiasm, want, crave, happiness, who just share and enjoy the same gists, you know? with your peers, with your friends, with your... I am not even going to go through the whole list of whatever relationships could be, okay? But it's just that common ground, you know, that level head, that foundation where everybody accepts 
And the first thing that comes to mind, the only thing, if you didn't just want to say the first thing, the only thing that initially pops up to my head while saying this is social media. Because social media is everything. I mean, there used to be a print media. Back in school, of course, we were taught different channels. We were lectured on different channels, broadcast media, print media, you know, uh, and all that media. But now social media is literally everything, you know. It's social media or nothing. It's no print media. That's dead. <laughs> so, broadcast media, of course, they're still there. I mean, I'm not trying to dispute that. But the thing is, social media has uh, the big front. And then when it comes to, yes, of course, conversational currencies, we seem to, we as a people generally, now this is almost everybody who use a particular internet space. Now, uh, it could be Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Telegram, WhatsApp, blah, 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 and all of them, okay? Snapchat and all that, whatever one you use whatever rocks your boat okay it's where there is literally a story i mean there's literally a story there's literally a background there's literally something i'm saying too much literally shut up now (laughs) there's definitely something that we all can say yes i mean when just for example when a news drops when a particular news drops immediately, we all know when it happened, right? Like, let's say we are all, for instance, following a particular blog. For here in Nigeria, I mean, it's literally all these bloggers that are every news. I mean, they are sometimes my point and source of news. But from all, all of that, I mean, and you also have to just know about trending topics, you know, so you don't fall off the grid and become uh, uh, some old man or man who hasn't felt civilization (laughs) so yes you have to do that but when we are um on the same surface so conversational currency is what social media is that platform that social is that storyline is that particular topic is that gist is that trending topic okay that comes on and we all share you see we all share the same enthusiasm now what is um popular that comes to you so many things that's coming to my head just pick one just pick one just pick one you can't say all of them at the same time pick one okay Boom. The one that got me more excited uh, recently is, I mean, I believe everyone should know it. I got this from Business Insider Africa. It says that Rwanda, yes, Rwanda has lifted every ban. Yes. <laughs> no more visas. I mean, if you have to, and no African person should uh, um, have visas. And I also read it over Business Insider Africa also that um, Kenya is almost doing the same thing. And we all hear the news. I mean, when it happens, when it comes to light, we all have that platform. So as much as I could come out and say, oh, did you guys hear that Davido is having a new concert? I mean, he's going to be having this concert in Portacot or in Abuja or in Lagos or whatsoever. Everybody almost known, knows, apart from people who are fans and dedicated fans and all that. We all just know what is happening, you know. 
we all know when the uh the Bobriski guy is probably doing something. That's news. I mean, it's literally our news now. Cause I mean, there's almost nothing better. It as if there's. I'm not trying to complain, okay? I'm just laying my decisions, <laughs> my opinion. It's mine now. I should have mine opinions. Should have mine op my opinions. What's going on? Anyway, <laughs> yes. So uh, apart from that, oh, we get to talk about people who are owing who or who are not owing and BB Niger or whatever it is that is trending at all. So conversational currency is that um, platform, is that particular level ground where everybody gets to understand the source of news. It's either that comedy, which is one of my favorite things, comedy that everybody understands. That's kids joke, that comedy joke, that stand-up comedy or whatever, drama or whatever, that everybody just understands. So that's the, literally the basics of conversational currency. But it spreads wide enough. It goes far enough. Because, um, yes, people... Because it has to do with people. Because conversation is important. I mean, literally, the only reason why it's... I feel, this is just <laughs> my opinion now, one man's opinion. The reason it's probably could be... Probably could be the reason why it was named conversation or tagged conversation. is because it has to be done with just more than one person. I mean, apart from the fact that I go crazy sometimes and I just do it to myself. <laughs> or that but yes conversation is definitely has to be with someone it is with people and i am not trying to jump on a trend and say i don't like people just like people have said a whole lot of people have said famous people and public figures have actually said yes i don't like people i actually share in that interest but it's not for people it's not because i don't like people it's because I don't. I don't like people when they are together, when they're in groups. Individuals are fun. In my opinion, if you really want the best of anything, meet people individually. I mean, you can see how nice or wonderful or angry or conscious or anxious or aware or down to it or humble or arrogant that a person is when it's just them okay when it's just them you can feel that you can see that but when they group when people group together because normally of course this is definitely expected that when you are in a group you there are things you have to give up right the things you have to conform and the things you have to let loose for someone like me in my opinion if i went to a public place and i wanted to be seated i am not going to maybe go for the seats that is just going to be open for anyone to walk in and see i would prefer to go behind 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 <laughs> the bar and sit where it just be me but then when you're in group i mean you can't really just decide that for yourself so yes when people are in groups you don't really like them because you see that other part of them that they they've given away the things that they, they they just laugh over you know the things that maybe their friends do or someone does and and personally it's not cool for them i mean they don't feel right with it but they just let it slide and they just laugh it off or they just keep quiet. Don't really, they don't really respond to anything. And then you start to wonder, 
is this person really nice? Are these people really good? I don't actually like people based off on this different analogy. So yes, individuals are way more, in my opinion, individual one-on-one, please. Because groups, hmm, wonderful. They're nice. Girl groups, oh boy. Guy groups, <laughs> oh, okay, don't say nothing. And that's it. <laughs> that's the first point so yes but back to it's not as if we left but down to conversational currencies transactional conversation transactional conversation because sometimes people don't understand that when you have when you're talking to someone either are on a work meeting a date meeting or just a leisure meeting or for whatsoever reason they forget that it's the time for you to um maybe let loose or let free or be conscious or be particular about what you say because (laughs) there's this one time that a friend of mine shot a little and anecdote it's not quite my anecdote it's an anecdote from someone else so we just we just have to call it an anecdote okay a friend of mine um told me that she went out on a date and then when she went out on the date she was like oh my god he was just perfect he's perfect he's everything he has to be the one and i'm like okay she is very detailed, just like me. She's a very detailed person. So she started to tell me about, you know, the whole, uh, how it ensued, you know, when they got to the place and all that. And while she was telling me, I'm like, are you getting anything out? She's like, how? Like, you're not getting anything out? You're not sniffing out the part that, I mean, according to what you've told me, you seem to be the one who is interesting, who is bubbly, who is wonderful. And while that was happening, I somehow res- resonated or reminisced on a particular stuff that happened to me. I had to be with someone and I thought that they were just perfect. But at the end of the day, I realized that I was perfect. <laughs> No, this is sounding very consistent. Oh, yes, you are perfect. I bet they have their own story too. I bet they have their own side of the story. We're not going to hear that because, yes, it's just you who's talking. Well, that's it. It's just my story. So you have to take my story. (laughs) Well, anyway, as she was telling me this, she was like, this is it. I'm like, don't you sniff out the part that you were the one who, is, who made the conversation so wonderful. You were the one who made it sound so nice. This person was just in a response, you know. And they were just like calm and quiet. And which is somehow a little bit pissy. I don't know if that is a word, pissy. I, it pisses me off sometimes, especially... Not quite like it pisses me off. There is something when it comes to uh, right now in this year, 20th century, in this particular generation, where calls are not really quite a thing anymore. You know, like, why are you calling? Why do you even have to call? What is a call? What what the hell is happening to a call? <laughs> and all that stuff. Where Testing is a thing. Instant messaging is a thing. I mean, it's literally everything. I do it, okay? No doubt. 
I am queen of destiny. <laughs> and I test like a crazy person. I test the way I talk. I mean, I can say hi to you and you're just on the verge of responding or you're just responding. I don't even care if it's just one dry message you've sent. I am ba 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 I am going on that keyboard. I am stretching it out. And I have like, bam, I have sent you like two, three messages. Because I have to say the way I feel. I mean, if I just shorten it... Nobody understands me <laughs> if I just shorten it and say a short one. They'd be like, I don't understand what you're saying. Uh, I used to think it was one person that did that. And, but then I started to recount that almost everybody has told me that they don't understand me. So now I'm testing like a crazy person, okay? I'm testing and testing and testing. <laughs> but it's always different. It's not the same thing. Why? Because there are things a person, there are things you cannot find through a test, things which particularly to me, I feel is everything. It's the key to everything. Tonality. You know, you can't feel emotions over the uh, over a test. You don't know when this person is actually sad or angry or disgusted or happy or energetic or willing. You can't hear tones. You can't feel emotions when you're testing. I mean, you could possibly write, hi, for example. Say you write, hi, how are you doing? How was your day? And the person replies, fine. My day was cool. But you would read it. You possibly could read it in a tone of, I wrote, hi, how was your day? And the person replied, cool, my day was fine. You, it's, there could be a total mis, misunderstanding and misjudgment when it comes to tests. And for this reason, this is the reason why I love calls. I need to hear the voice. I need to know who I'm talking to, to know if this person is someone who, um, who's a brief talker or someone who's a lengthy talker. You know, like there are people who are just responsive. You say blah, 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 blah. And then they say yes. And then you go on and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, okay. I mean, if I did that over a test, I'd be like, ah, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I don't know if this is making sense. But if I had to talk to the person on the phone, whoever it is, and then I get to understand that, yes, this person is someone who talks this way they take their time or maybe they're very slow talkers oh my god that one is another one i am not even gonna go into that okay kill me already i'm i'm, I'm dead i'm reincarnated and you are still talking <laughs> there are people who are that way who are slow talkers or people who are just brief talkers who just say um straight to the point and deliver it where you can find is and where you can actually know that yes this is true is when you talk to them on the phone, when you have a conversation with them, if over the phone or wherever, when you have a conversation, you understand tonality, you understand the emotions, you understand the energy, the vibe, you know, you get it. You be like, okay, this is nice. But if testing, the thing is flat topic, testing is different from calling. And I know it's what everyone is into, but... If I wear the word, 
I'd prefer calling to because I need to understand the expressions. I need to understand the expressions of who I am giggling and being happy over if this is the same thing. I need to know if they understand my weirdness and my awkwardness and my screaming and my getting extremely excited over a balloon. I need to know that they understand that this is it. And that's what testing and calling do. And another thing that happens with um, transactional conversation or conversational currencies, this is mostly when you have friends or acquaintances that only choose to engage or involve, get involved with a particular topic or a subject. Now, it's not that the... Um, you're going to be mean or they're going to cut you off when you bring up other subjects. But somehow they show less interest. They give less attention or they get distracted. Or something just comes up when you seem to deviate. It could possibly be when they've just been talking about themselves for people who are very consistent, you know, who are very prideful and they feel like, oh, it's me, 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 me in the world, me in the world. I exist and no other person. It's my world and you all are just living in it. You know, when you have to talk and should you ever have to bring up something about yourself? Uh-oh. Nah, red flag. It goes off. Yes. So they um. Conversational currencies is when a person, of course, we already know when there is a platform, a foundation where people can actually talk from. So, yes, we all have that friend, okay? We are either that friend or we have that friend. And I, I yes, I'm, I'm not going to disagree that sometimes I may have been that person who just wants to talk about, because I, I'm excited at the time and I just want to talk about what I have, what is just happening. That is, that's really not true. Some of my friends will say that's not true. But some of them will also say it's true. So it doesn't even matter. But yes, when you have friends or acquaintances who has chosen to talk about a particular topic. I have friends. I know people that whenever something is going crazy, okay, like politically crazy, because I am one person with the opinion that um, politics, religion, and sex... These are the things you quite don't talk about publicly. You have to have your person that you talk about it with. That's not going to judge or is going to see you in a different light. Because I'm not going to lie. I judged a whole lot of people after uh, during the last election. I am like, there's no way. <laughs> there is no way. There is no way. Oh, man, for this person again. Like, there is no way I am going to be with this person. This is not going to happen. And all that. I, like, did I even waste my time? How the hell did I meet these people? And that's it. But there are there is someone I know. There are people I know that whenever something happens politically in the news, they are my first call. I mean, maybe not my first call, but should I ever want to discuss it? I know who I'm going to discuss it with. You know, I have friends that, that are football. Yes. Oh, my God. I have this friend of mine. She's a Chelsea fan. Oh, God. Gladys. <laughs> and um, I know what is going to happen right now. Everybody will be like, really? Are you actually saying it out loud? But... 
I'm red blooded and I'm a Man United fan. <laughs> and yes, it's been quite a season. <laughs> and a whole lot has happened, but you know, it's football and I, I don't I don't have anything to say about that. But all I'm trying to say is there are people who it's different for, okay? There are people who you talk about this political things with your people who you talk about leisure with sports with yes your friends yeah and there are people who actually embody everything you know they just everything i have friends i'm just thinking about them right now i have friends that oh my god we go from zero to three to four to five we touch down every basis from personal lives to achievements to failures to leisure to jokes to you know it's oh my god it's just like form field and people like this i don't know if it happens to other people you don't get to talk to them every day they're not the people you talk to every day i personally like to you know let it linger a little so we can have enough to talk about you know <laughs> and i also apart from the fact that i'm an avoidant it, it, that's not even a thing okay i'm just gonna let that go but yes and this is also part of the reason why people say oh my relationship with this person is different oh my relationship with that person is different because they are fun buddies okay they are people you know that once the door enters, they are hitting you up for time to party. You know that these are your goons. And they're just there for the good times, okay? <laughs> you know when people say, oh no, you're only there for me and the good times. What about helping to the bad times? I mean, I'm not trying to say right now that a friend should not be a friend. But the thing is... There are different things people do for different uh uh in different location. There are different things and different uh, positions that people hold in a person's life. And sometimes when we take it a little bit too hard, when we start to feel like, oh, you should be here and here and here and here. But it's not true sometimes. I mean, if we come to think about it logically and otherwise, we can see that there are people we go to when it comes to a particular thing. Unless you have that friend that is everything. Don't play with Debo. <laughs> hey, God. Me, personally, I do. I don't joke. I know they because, because I know that these people fit every part. It could not be. We don't have to hang every day or even see. I mean, people who are like wherever they are. But I know that... This is touch base. This is foundation. This is the whole building. This is interior decor. This is roofing. This is everything. And you can have that in someone and it is wonderful. It is beautiful. But we humans, sometimes we tend to share this um, abilities. We tend to share these positions, pardon, not abilities, Positions. We tend to share these positions with um, different people, with uh, different people. We, because, um, you know, it's just like there's this saying, you can continue eating one particular meal, you know, you would want to change the meal or something. I mean, you can't just have one meal, one meal, one meal, one meal for the rest of your life. You are going to go crazy. I mean, that's literally a psychological test of a way of knowing how to make someone lose their mind. 
So yes, they have to be different people. There are people who are just for party. I mean, it's not that they wouldn't fit in other parts of your life, but you understand that this person, <laughs> oh my God, I don't want this to sound demeaning at all. I hope this doesn't sound demeaning, but there are people who, uh, because I don't mean it and I don't intend it to be, but there are people who are just good for good times. They just have that whole outfit of good time. There is nothing, you know, just like people would say, nothing good can come out of Israel. There's nothing, there is no other position you could fit them into. Because subconsciously, consciously, intentionally, unintentionally, even they themselves has chosen that part for you. I mean, they've decided to be that person that wants to be that person. They don't want to be any other thing in your life, you know. They don't want to be uh, there for any other. They have chosen a particular position. They have chosen where they want to feel. And they only reach out to you at those times, Okay. And this is also the reason why I think that trust sometimes is black and white. I mean, it's not black and white. I feel it's black or white. You know, when people say, I'm saying too much, you know, when people say things like, oh, um, for example, Grace, oh, Grace, I called Grace and Grace wasn't there for me. I mean, I called her and she wasn't even like picking up the calls immediately. I called her and then I, I had to call someone else. I had to call Peter or call Paul or something. The way I see it, in my opinion, whenever I have a problem, maybe not a problem or whatsoever, Whenever I have need to call someone first, now I know, now I understand that grace is not going to be my first point of call. And it would not mean, it doesn't mean that grace is not reliable. It doesn't mean that after she doesn't take the call Im immediately, that she wouldn't come to be there for you or help you in other parts. There are other things she does. You just have to understand that there are people for different occasions, different seasons, and different times in your life. And there is need for that. Because that way you could learn to understand that. Because it's just almost impossible. I think this is part of... Not like like I am a relationship expert or anything. <laughs> Please. But I feel like it um, ties down or reduces uh, relationship funds and relationship backgrounds. Because sometimes when we get into this stuff, we want one person to be heaven and earth and hell. But how? How can one person go just be everything? Like, how is that possible that this person is going to be the emotional person and the physical person and the financial person? And the, it's, if, nah, Cheney, and like, think about it. If you are the one, would it work out for you? Wouldn't you just go crazy? Wouldn't you, I don't, wouldn't you just go mad? It wouldn't be a thing. It just wouldn't. So it, it burdens the relationships we have with people. It burdens the whole friendship and the whole thing that we do all the time. Because I want you to be there for me. I need you to be there for me. I want you to be there. But they can be there for you. They should be there for you. I mean, what are friends for? For long truth and inconvenience, right? <laughs> but it's almost impossible 
for one person to really do all of that. And when we give that particular power or privilege or um, what's the other word? I can't think of any. To one person, it makes it hard for the person to actually come through, for the person to actually pull through for us and say, oh, yes, this is it. I am going to be there and I'm going to be everything. Because just imagine it. Isn't it even possible? You know, there's this saying, I don't know if it's like a real thing, but there's this saying that uh, nobody has it all. You know, there's always something that a person lacks. So you might see someone and they're like, oh my God, they're so perfect. They're tall, tall and wonderful and they're rich and all that. But then you get closer and you're like, uh-oh, okay, that's the part. That's, that's the part that is not good. There's always going to be something that we all done. Because, I mean, imagine if one person had everything. Woo, Hitler, man. That's like Hitler energy. <laughs> I mean, that would be like Hitler energy. You know, everybody's a rat. Kill them all. <laughs> and that would be it. So it's with that, it's almost impossible. And when it also comes to um, conversational currencies... And all that. I this I I recall, yes, this is one of my own personal anecdote. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, this was years back when I was still a teen. I I had um I was hanging out with some was I was I hanging out? Yes, I was meant to hang out with some friends, and then finally I started to hang out with them. And then <laughs> I think we were having this conversation about a particular thing. I can't quite pin, put my hands on it, what it was. But, I mean, back then, I was a movie freak. Okay? I knew every movie word to word. Like, I, I, I could cram anything. The only way I knew how to uh, do stuff. And the way, it, let's say, the way I passed most exams and tests back in school was through cramming service. Like, I would cram it. Like, I'm going to cram if, if I read through this part. I cram it and it stays. I don't know the other parts because I've not read the other parts. <laughs> That's it. I was watching some too, way too many movies then. And so I was up in my game. Like my pop culture reference was, ah, ah. It's like 101%, man. It was. So um, while we were just chilling, a particular stuff came up. And I was given a, like, I was given an accurate description. I was. I think it was me, yeah, my peers, and a senior person. I don't know if it is, like, I can't quite record that part, but I, it just came to mind right now because I know, yes, it just fits. I was, like, describing, I was giving a perfect, I was just narrating what I saw in the movie because it was a narration for me, but... I had to present, it was, I, I didn't have to present it. It was presented as something, as my own experience. 
because again in conversational currencies when people hear a particular thing they take it from them they take it for themselves more like a uh, motivation or inspiration you know when you hear maybe that good motive that motivational word or line or sentence or phrase and then you pick it up and then you always like you it's as if you make your mantra when something similar to that happens you're like you're out spilling that particular motivational word or inspirational word. It happens to me. It happens to you. It happens to the best of us. Yes, because that's what conversation. When someone has a good conversation, when someone listens to a good conversation, when someone embodies a good conversation, when someone hears a good conversation, they have to take it. Maybe not a conversation. Yes, it's still a conversation, though. They take it for themselves. They're like, oh my God, this is so good. I am definitely going to use it. And when they have to tell it to the other person or tell it to whoever who hasn't actually heard it before or doesn't have those experiences or is going through a particular experience that this will be a light for, this will be the actual thing to help them pull through. The person who is going to give off most times, it's not as if, yes, people want to take another person's glory. Most times as humans, we just tend to say, yes, this is it. And I'm saying this because um, I once read a particular psychological research. So this is like true. I think it was by Dr. Hamas. Oh, my God. That was like a Russian name. I can't quite remember. So this is true. <laughs> They tend to uh, um, take it for themselves, you know. They tend to give it to the person who needs it, like it was said by them. And this is this proves how you know wonderful and in love that they care about the particular stuff that they had, motivation or inspiration. So back to it. I was given this. I was giving, I was giving my story as if it happened to me. But it was something that I saw in the movie. And I wasn't going to about, you know, start telling them that it was a movie. I don't know. Come on. You know, being a teen, you just have to say some things with some confidence. <laughs> I don't know. The kind of, maybe my peers are just freaking bonkers. <laughs> but you just have to say something with some confidence. Because if you ever started anything and say, in the movie I would you'll be like, nah, shut up, please. <laughs> it was a tough love, okay? It was tough. It was tough out there. And only the tough they get it. So yes, at this point, I was given my own, I was given my description as if it happened to me. So... This other person was actually going through the same stuff. And I was like, oh, I I understand what you're going to through. This is something that I have. And I was so, I said, it was so good, boy. Oh, boy. It was so good. Why am I laughing? <laughs> oh, my God. It was so good. You know, you know the, the saying of misery enjoys company. <laughs> you know that that word that saying that misery enjoys company. Not in a bad context, okay? But at the time it needed it looked as if like she needed, you know, consolement. Is it consolement? Anyway, you help me out. 
<laughs> she needed to be consoled at the time. And that was just the perfect thing I could use. That was the perfect thing I could say. There was, I mean, I couldn't think of any other thing to say at the time. So I had to refer back to that particular, the particular scenes that I saw. And they made it look like mine. And because I have been watching these damn actors for long, I just knew how to say it with emotions and the words and the face. And it felt real. Yes. And it was as if... Oh, you actually went through the same thing. And if you're good now, I can be good. Because you know what? People love to know that, that what they are going through, it's not just them. People love to understand or know that, yes, that whatever tribulations or failures or hard times, that it's not just, it's not unique to them. They are not the only person in the world it's happening to. And it is true. It's, there's nothing you could possibly, my mommy said, there's nothing you can go through. That there's nothing you can go through that will make you think or you feel it is just you that has gone through this. Someone else has felt it. It's just that you don't know it yet. And you can pull through, you can push through because... It's relative, you know, when people find out that, oh, yes, oh, you've gone through the same thing, they feel better. So um, it wouldn't look as if, oh, you just lied to them. Yes, in such cases, a lie is wonderful. In such cases, it is cool to lie because, I mean, you're just lying for a very important thing. I mean, it shouldn't be like a bull-faced lie and when you're adding extra stuff, but just let it be specific and empathic and mean the actual message that you want it to be. So, yes, you wouldn't say, oh, no, person, this person is actually a liar. So you did all that shit. And I know the freaking out stuff and voice that people make and all that. But at the time, it was needed. At the time, it is needed, so... Of course, why not? You should use it. And then, yes, misery enjoys company. So with that way, you see, conversational currency, you um, get to feel what the person is feeling. You get to um, help them iron out their times. Because, again, what are friends for? Long truth and inconvenience. But on the bad parts, there are people who are very concerned. People, I think I've touched about this, people who talk about themselves, who tend to be, you know, talk about themselves a lot. They just want to say what they've done, what they've, it's just about them, about them, about them, about them, about them, about them, about them all the time. And sometimes it might get you annoyed, but sometimes you get to, I have personally experienced it. And I thought it was like intentional or I was almost going to get annoyed. But then I started to think about it. And then I realized while I talked with this person further, I realized that this person was just unaware. <laughs> and then I'm like, wow, people who are unaware, I thought this was like common sense. This person was just unaware, was subconsciously doing stuff that they probably thought was cool. And at the whole time, it was just shitty. It was just BS. It didn't mean nothing at all. And there are also, yes, 
I don't know. There's also, I actually, yes, this was like a few days ago, oh, two weeks ago. A friend of mine told me how she, he, actually he, had to <clears throat> always, you know, bring out a particular gist, you know, to feed this is guy, this is friend, because it was the only thing he wanted to know. It was the only thing he wanted to talk about. And at the time, he stopped doing that. <clears throat> and at the time, he stopped doing that. And he didn't want it to look like, okay, I don't do that anymore, so get off. He just had to, he felt obligated to continue giving this person this news. And while he was telling me this, I, ref I <laughs> reflected on myself and I'm like... Wow. <laughs> Viva. Hey, this is you. <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, what? So this is a thing. Because, yes, I actually have people who down, uh, people could say, why do you feel? You can't do that. You know, I know the people who are like, you don't have to do that. You know, you just have to tell them how to feel and then they let them get off. But yes, but I understand it's not everything that has to be forceful or troublesome. I mean, we are all here on this earth and nobody has the experience just like the way I say. It's all our first time here. There is no manual or whatsoever that anyone read. And sometimes you think people know exactly what they're doing. And yes, I believe that. But sometimes they're unaware. <laughs> they don't even know. They don't have the common knowledge to know or to understand that what they're doing or what they don't even know that they are actually doing this particular stuff. So, yes, I thought of that and I'm like, okay, this is me. Because, yes, sometimes I feel obligated to match their conversational needs and wants. And not just that it's just with one person. I have particularly found that I am generally a curious person. And I am curious about literal things I could never, ever use. Like, information I could never, ever use. And this is because... <laughs> okay. I have to say one thing. It is a phobia. <laughs> I, um, how to put it? I'm not quite strong when it comes to physically, I mean, to fight or anything. Not that when the anger and the right motivation comes that it won't happen, of course, because never say never, dude. Sweet and nice can be freaking crazy. I know it. <laughs> but the thing is, I have found out mostly in my life, my little time that I've spent on this ward, verbally has been everything for me. The things I, I could say, the things I have said has helped me a whole lot. I have, it's, I mean, it's just that. My strengths happen to lie and be in my words and the things I say and the, thing, and the way I say it. So yes, I because of that I get curious and I have this phobia that maybe one day something is going to happen. I don't know if this is crazy. <laughs> 
I just have this phobia that maybe one day something is going to happen to me and I'm not going to have the strength to fight off. And I am just going to need to have a good talk or conversation with these people initially and see if it's going to change their mind. <laughs> and that is why I have been generally curious about different things. So I tend to want to match people's conversational needs and wants. I uh, know about sports and history, engineering. I'm just like reading random stuff, like in my in my free times. I'm just like reading, reading stuff. I'm like sometimes I'm thinking, why, why am I, why do I even need this? <laughs> but I just can't stop. It's just bubbling in my head. Okay, I wanna know. 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 It's endless. Yes, that's also uh, one of the things that happens with conversational currency. Yes, where you sometimes you feel obligated to match someone's conversational needs and wants. Sometimes without you even knowing that, yes. And yes, friends, I don't know if this has happened. I feel like, um, you know, they are friends. Maybe with girls or something. Maybe not. I mean, I wouldn't really say with boys because I wouldn't know how the experiences are. But there are friends who who do not get involved when, <clears throat> you know, when another friend maybe says something that you did not do or it just didn't happen. I once had this experience where <clears throat> it was me. I was the corporate, okay? I was the center person, if I recall very quietly, um, vividly. I was this person, and then something happened, and this other person knew what, what it was. But she just decided to keep calm and keep quiet. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. Okay, so when it comes to, and then at the time she was like, come on, baby, but you can fight for yourself. There's, there's nothing you cannot say. You talk everybody down. You, there's nothing like nobody can tear you down. You can just say it and you scream and everybody will be there. I'm like, yeah, I know I can do that, but you understand this fact and you know this fact. So why are you just being chill about it? And it's on and on and on. So conversational currency is plenty. Like if I started even going through or going half of what I have, it would be endless. So yes, this is definitely going to have a part two. And why not a part two? Because then I get to talk about it with someone else. <laughs> But that will not be the end of it, okay? That is definitely not going to be the end of it because there is uh, a whole lot of stuff where emotional conversations comes into. This one is, oh, one. Emotional conversation, I maybe it's not even anything. Actually, I think I called it stuff this time together, emotional conversationist. It might be in the dictionary, okay? I'm not trying to say I, I'm like... The person who's inventing words now. But I just thought of it in my head, though, before I found out it was a thing. Emotional conversationists. Emotional conversationists are regularly people 
um those conversations uh which is belt and centered or when your friends or people around you tend to tell you only when they are sad only when they are frustrated this is the way i call it only when they are sad when they are frustrated when they are angry when something has happened when it is bad or when they need your help it's only when they are there they only come to you when they are there and then sometimes you're like, oh, so I'm the person that you will now be putting all your problems on. Okay, when you need money, so I'm the one you have to come to. And so what do you do with your other friends? I know that. And we tend to judge, of course, because thinking is hard. So people judge. Me too. I do it. <laughs> Every other person does it. That's one thing that makes us human. We can only curtail this and try to control it, but it's just there. Yes. And, you know, when this person comes, you're like, okay, it's only when you need my help, you come. And we forget, we tend to forget that not only when they do, exactly when they do not need your help, there will be nothing to talk about. <laughs> there will be nothing to say with this person or get involved with this person. There's literally going to be nothing. It's just going to be bland and uh, nothing. I mean, you wouldn't even want to hear from them <laughs> when, when you're not providing for them or when the, you're not coddling them or helping them out through a particular emotional situation or financial situation or physical situation, whatever the situation is. You wouldn't even, they wouldn't even come to your mind when you think about things like that. So why then? Exactly. Why then would it be a big deal? Let us not forget that relationships are different and because they are different one person cannot do everything oh uh, yeah this will sound like okay it's like you want to ask somebody for something and <laughs> you do i something i'm learning how to do to ask for help because it's it's been hard for me to just easily do that because i don't know why which is bad but everybody needs help anybody needs help because i mean we're not alone in this world the first thing a baby does when it comes out is to cry. So that means we need to cry for help. We shouldn't always see it as a burden. I mean, if I had all the money in the world, then I'd just give it to the poor. <laughs> so there'll be no poverty in the world. I hate it when people act. But it doesn't even matter right now, does it? Because I don't. So <laughs> that's only a fantasy. So that's it. So conversational currencies is, oh, it's spread in different angles. It's spread in different, in different forms, in different narcissism consisted when a person is humble and nice. And now in this era, social media and all related tools keeps on creating this new currency that increases over time. This is where our platforms and most of the platforms that we use only talk about a particular subject, okay? And sometimes I don't even want to go into this because this would be a full thing, you know? Like, I think about our Nigerian media and I'm like, why do we always have to talk about either someone beefing someone, someone sex or beefing or anger or just... I, sometimes I'm like, this is not very encouraging. It's not. But yes, yeah, social media is one of the biggest conversational currency pushers. It's one of the biggest conversational currency foundation that we have right now because 
Everything stems from there. Everything stems from there. Everything you know, everything I know, everything we all know together. It's based on the media. It's based on print. It's based on broadcast on social. It's based literally on media. And there's so many things. There's so many things I could um touch through and touch on. But this is definitely going to be um have. This is definitely going to have a part two conversational currencies part two. Because it just have to. I mean, if you had the other points I have, boom, up, yeah. <laughs> I have a friend who always says that. <laughs> so that will be that. So um, with little, of, with my very limited knowledge, I know. I mean, I hopped this up a very big deal in the beginning, and now I don't even have anything to. <laughs> I know I tried I can only be I'm just one person I'm growing and I'm trying to learn <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing now okay yes and with all that knowing so much about emotional conversation understanding that one person should not be able to do everything you should have a mom and a dad I mean that's the need you should have a brother and a sister you should have a girlfriend and a boyfriend you should have um uncle and auntie or cousin and second cousin I don't know how all that part works But yes, one person shouldn't do everything. So lesson, understand to reduce your burdens a little on your friends, on your loved ones. Reduce it a little because they might be suffocating and you don't even know. Okay, stop judging. Trust is not black and white. Don't just don't say that your friend doesn't pick the call immediately. That they are not worth anything. Don't say that. Just don't don't call them again. Don't call, not again, but don't call them on your first point of call. Call someone else and they reach back later. Just use people. Now when you have a friend who talks so much, now you know you shouldn't tell them your secret. Not that they're a bad person. Don't say, oh, this person is a bad person. They're going to... No, just know that you shouldn't spill anything here. This is where you can spill. This is where there is no spill. Always know your go or no-go areas. Identify it and stick with it. That's where you wouldn't even have to have any problem. And life will be wonderful. Life will be jelly. You can just forgive and move on. And there will be no need to bear grudges. Oh, let me do to them what they did to me. Why? <laughs> Why? Is it no, no, no pain has ever solved pain. Oh, they killed someone. I have to kill them back to. And it doesn't make you better. It doesn't get you better. It doesn't fix you. It doesn't fix me. It doesn't fix anybody. So we can do better. I know you can do better. You particularly. Because you're special to me. You know, right? <laughs> yes, you are. And you don't need to be stressing about all that. I care for you so much. You shouldn't be stressing about all that. So I hope with this little teeny point of mind that I'm able to convince you and not confuse you. Hey! Ah, uh, uh, my debates. My debates is still there. Ah, what is this? So, yes, that's it. I hope. And with all that said, do not forget that it's all our first time here on earth. So keep in mind that yays, lovers, and glasses of wine, these are the things that should never be counted. Until I catch you again, ciao, ciao, you.